Welcome back, everybody, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Bud, we're not going to talk burgers this week. I had a week off, and I feel detoxed. Rested, refreshed. Totally, even though I did go to Rodeo Goat once. <laughs> I've, I've avoided the burger, but I'll be back on it. I was on vacation, and uh, Nick filled in uh, terrifically for me. But I did watch. A friend of mine from out of town was in today. I know we're not going to talk about it. A friend of mine from out of town was in. We went to Capitol Grill to have the much-praised Capitol Grill lunch cheeseburger, uh-huh. and she proclaimed it one of the finest hamburgers she'd ever imagined. So the debate continues. Yeah. Yeah, I had to take my dad to uh, Rodeo Goat to have a Kakawahaka, and uh, it was quite good. We went at 3 o'clock, and it was still packed. So this is the podcast where we're not going to talk about burgers. Yes, let, what we're going to do is shift gears now, and we're <laughs> going to talk about the hot issue, the DFW.com hot issue. And in part of that is not just the hot people, which is my favorite part of it, but also the hot restaurants. Yeah, this is not just about everybody wandering around going, it's hot. No, because it really hasn't been most of the summer. We've been pretty lucky until this week. But, uh, no, one of the things we like to do is is kind of gauge, you know, what are, what are the restaurants that everybody's talking about, everybody trying to get into. These are not necessarily the, we wouldn't don't mistake them for the best restaurants in Dallas-Fort Worth, although some of them, uh, can be considered among the best. This is kind of the of the moment restaurants, the ones that uh, you know people are talking about, saying, "Oh, I got to go try that place." Um, but was was there anything on the list that uh, surprised you, or thought you, you didn't think deserved to be on there? Well, you know, some of the ones that uh, that are new, like I, I think that Bearded Lady just started serving food, and I haven't been over there. And uh, that yeah. that falls into the "Oh, I got to go try that." Yeah. yeah. And then some of the qualifications, like. Uh, like Queenie's, uh, the Tim Love Steakhouse in Denton is there partly because you can't go to Lonesome Dove now for about a couple oh, of months. So, yeah, I know. That's you know, sad. Of the Lonesome fire. Dove, you know, is having their little back door repaired in their kitchen. It wasn't a big fire. It was a little fire. But, you know, now you can go to Queenie's. So Queenie's has added hours, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's kind of a busier deal at Queenie's. Well, and gives you an excuse to go to Denton and check yeah. out. Now we have the, the big, the taco off, the, 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 the question is on University Drive, which is really hotter? And when we talked about this, the, the uh, you know, I, I, the, somebody who was talking with Teresa asked me whether to put Sal Salamone or Sal de Luna mm-hmm. in there. And it's really a toss-up. You, you said both. <laughs> you will, you'll wait in line if you go to either one because Sal Salamone – uh, you know, is this new great location of the food truck that's opened up over by the museums. It's in this great old chrome diner that was built in the 50s. It's a, you know, it's a really classic looking place. But then you go to Salta Luna, and Salta Luna, which I thought had had no chance at all. It was like, what, Venezuelan by TCU? Uh, but the line's out the door at lunch. And it's uh, burritos, tacos, basic college food, but it's also uh, tostones and, and uh Arepas, and, and yeah. you know, it's a mix of creative things, and then it has a coffee bar too. So uh, you know, and Wi-Fi, and it's got it's got everything that a student wandering off campus would stop in to find. So. Much uh, preferable to the Red Cactus, I think. I definitely want to get in there when maybe the crowds die down a little and bit. And Salta Luna, yeah. The, yeah. The, I went on uh, first thing Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. The students weren't awake yet, <laughs> and it was a great quiet time to go. And I had a quesadilla and some tostones, and it was it was. A so great now they time. have a right around the block. They have Cafe Brazil, and they have uh, Venezuelan food at Sol de Luna. Yeah, the the arepas, you know, arepas are kind of uh, well, they're a little bit like gorditas, and mm-hmm. it, I it, love it's them. Just, it's nice to have the Caribbean food 
kind of they're close to campus. You said when the I, same block with Buffalo Brothers and Duchess. Yeah, it's a good mix of uh, sort of college hangouts, but with sophisticated food. So that's terrific. Yeah, of course. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But you mentioned Pacific Table is uh, in the past as yeah, being a place a that is really getting a lot of attention. Yeah, I walked in Pacific Table again last night, and, and the uh, you know the crowd in there is is really every people come up to me. It's one of the rare places that when I, I walk in, uh, people come up to me and say, thank you for writing about this restaurant. We really enjoyed it. And uh, what's the price uh, point in there? It's, it's mid-price. It's not expensive. The, the lunches are 10, 12, 14. The dinners are 18, 21, 25. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, a good middle-range price point. Um, the chef, Philippe Armento, was with, uh, well, it used to be called Houston's, and now it's a I, the, I can't think what the chain is now, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a, a big family restaurant chain. So he knows how to hit the price point and how to deliver quality. So this could give uh, Eddie V's and Waters a little... Now, Eddie know. V's and Waters are like the, the high-end seafood. Right, Pacific. but if you don't want to go that far, if you don't want to break, break your bank account, you might think about Pacific yeah, Table. Pacific Table is a middle-of-the-road restaurant, and I've gone there. I mean, I've had like a tuna burger and sushi mm-hmm. there, but I've also had chicken. I've also had a regular burger. I mean, it's, it's a middle-of-the-road restaurant that leans toward uh, California seafood, but mm-hmm. it has a little bit of everything. Oh, I, I definitely want to try that. It's got a good range. It's just like his other restaurant, the Tavern. It, it has a good range. It's on University, right by Blue Mesa, so it's uh, it's in a it's in a good place there. Another uh, barbecue. You couldn't have a hot list without some barbecue yeah, we've on there. Got the barbecue monster, barbecue on the Brazos at Crescent. Uh, you know, as soon as word got out about barbecue on the Brazos, you know, a, 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 the barbecue gossip started buzzing, and, and actually, a, you know, I think Daniel from the Texas Monthly, the barbecue snob, had said that he wished he'd learned about it a couple of months sooner, so he could have had a chance to put it in the Texas Monthly list. Mm-hmm. You know, John Sanford's done a great job down there. It's in a Texaco station in Crescent. You wait in line. Not only uh, the brisket is is really good. The brisket ranks along with Jambos as some of the best brisket we've ever had in this part of Texas. But also the sides are really creative. There's like a cilantro coleslaw Mm -hmm. and a homemade peach cobbler and uh, you know, the, I like the way the beans are seasoned. It's one of the, the few barbecue restaurants where the sides are just as good as the good barbecue. Yeah, that I haven't heard uh, anybody who wasn't the only thing you can say bad about that place is that maybe you might not get there early enough to get the barbecue. Right? Now, I don't know anything. It seems like every week there's another new Conoroso restaurant, and this is Zoli's. <laughs> have you been to Zoli's? Now? I have not, but I'm very intrigued because now they're making my what speaks to me, which is New York pizza. I saw a picture with our story, which had a, a nice meatball pie, which I used to, when I lived in New York and when I lived in Florida, that that was what you got as sort of a thin slice with with nice hunks of meatball on there and so definitely worth uh heading over to oak cliff to give it a try well now zoli's is on west davis in the bishop arts area in there and so uh zoli's is is from conoroso but it's a new york version conoroso is neapolitan and then i guess we'll wait a few more weeks for the new conoroso yeah and so you guys talked about that but obviously he's he's a man of the moment right now and by the way the conoroso truck We'll continue to go to Times 10 Cellars on Thursday and Friday nights. And then the Conoroso truck this weekend will be at the grand opening of Shipping and Receiving, the new bar on the, in the South Main District. It's actually on South Calhoun. But if you want to try your little Conoroso on the road, the truck will be out and about. What about a, a sort of a counter to, to our, you know, the list of hot places to go? Is, is the places that maybe don't always appear on people's radar screen, but they're just really dependable, really good, a kind of place, like if you had a bad day, but you're just like, 
I want to have a, a, a satisfying meal. Where would you go? Well, you know, I was going to mention one place, and I don't think this made it into the hot list, but, uh, you know, uh, Barry Schlachter wrote about it in business lately, and one of the most popular places lately, it may have been in our last hot list, was Enchiladas Olay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are two, there are actually um, two Mexican restaurants I want to talk about, Enchiladas Olay and Mariposa's Latin Kitchen. And mm-hmm. they're both little homespun, uh, hole-in-the-wall strip center restaurants. Uh, both of them, the... the uh, the owner started out in another business, Enchiladas Olay. Mary started out selling bottled sauces and has expanded it to serve enchiladas. But she doesn't serve tacos or burritos or have a big, uh, a great big giant restaurant or, or uh, swirls, you know, or anything mm-hmm. like that. She has really good enchiladas mm-hmm. and with really rich sauces. They're some of the richest enchilada sauces, the uh, cheese chili enchiladas or the, the, the green chili. And it's just if you're a real traditionalist, who likes old-school enchiladas, Enchiladas Olay on Sylvania, is making a whole specialty out of it. And then Mariposa's Latin Kitchen, which didn't make the list but maybe should have, Mariposa's is on uh, lock in the lock block off Camp Bowie by Szechuan. They've added, uh, they opened, they were like, you know, um, they were more of a, of a to-go. Mm-hmm. They had tamales and they have they had some nice uh, ceviche and some nice tacos and it was mostly to go well now they've added some more tables and they've added wines and they have a lot of they have uh, all uh, argentinian and chilean wines that have really made mariposas a nice place and they they also have uh, fresh cakes desserts and uh, they have uh, some nice simple i would compare it to a paco and john's i think mariposas is like paco and john's of the west side so those are both some like little hole in the wall hot spots well, and Mariposa's is one of those places that um, needs needs some new customers. I went by there; it was pretty empty, and <coughs> and I went by there yesterday; it was full. Oh, good. Well, I just I worry about kind of places that turn over in that lock block area, other than Szechuan. Well, you know, <laughs> Szechuan is is always packed. Well, I think Aventino's is hanging on over there too. I think oh, the good. businesses on the upswing in Ridgely. If you're listening to this and you live in Ridgely, you need to go try Aventino's for simple, inexpensive Italian cooking. You need to go to Mariposas and you need to go to Summer Sky, Saffron Sky. Mm-hmm. Saffron Sky is the new Mediterranean restaurant at Brian Irvin in Camp Bowie. Okay, it's not as good as like Terra. You know, it's not a, a world beater Greek restaurant, but uh, you know they've got some good little simple dishes. They've got a good hummus. They've got a, a good uh, a good lamb. I mean, uh, uh, saffron sky. You can you can have a, a nice little inexpensive uh, Mediterranean dinner and not leave Camp Bowie. And any updates on on some of the places that are going to open in my neck of the woods over in Forest Park? What about Tommy's? What about the place that's going to be coming into uh, right across the street at Forest Park? Well, Sarah Dining is uh, you know Sarah is or Sarah. I'm sorry, it's mm-hmm. K Sarah Sarah. So okay. So it's Sarah Dining. Sarah Dining is uh, the the chef is from Fort Worth. But he's been cooking lately at Smoke now in Dallas. Now, don't think that means Syrah is going to be barbecue. It's not. It's going to be tapas, Spanish, appetizers. You know, the main thing about Syrah that people are going to love, it's in the old Sapristi right. at Forest Park and Park Hill. He's redone the space to where it's beautiful. He's opened okay. up windows between the, do, the two dining rooms. He's given it all a new look. I think Syrah will be, uh, will be really popular when it opens, and I think it will be a place to go and have a little bit of wine, have a snack, or maybe have a full dinner. The, the, it's a young chef, but you know, I think that he's, uh, and I'm sorry I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but he's he's going to come in and impress people. Cool, and, and 
Bur- let's end with Burger News. Tommy's. Tommy's across the street. Is it going to open anytime soon? And what about Fred's over Tommy's on Blue late, Bonnet Circle? Late September, I think, on mm-hmm. Tommy's on Forest Park, and Fred's on Blue Bonnet Circle, mid to late September. There'll be more burgers in the TCU neighborhood. Just about the you know maybe they won't make the first game. They'll make it by the second game. Well, that first game, you know, they're they're playing some directional school, so they they'll be in there when the Big Twelve games start. Well, you know, you need to watch for some of those directional schools. <laughs> TCU. Well, TCU is going to take care of LSU first on Saturday night, right? I, I, that's in Arlington. And, you know, when you go to Arlington, you go to AT&T Stadium, anything can happen out there, and anything can happen to all those Louisiana people that are in town. <laughs> all right. Well, we want to hear from you. What do you think are some of the hottest restaurants? You go on dfw.com and post uh, there. But uh, other than that, but it, another. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I missed our one week. I was off for one week, and I missed it. Or, or back to it's back to school and back to food, Rick. So, you know, <laughs> get geared up for the for the uh, for the year, and we'll have a six weeks test coming up. All right, I'll start cramming. Thanks. Okay.